Welcome back to Two C's with a pod special edition. Matt, got a congratulations is coming to you. Uh, it is something you've been waiting for for a very, very long time. Do you know what it is? Um, I'm excited to hear. It is the end of the last dance. You don't even have to listen to it anymore. All 10 episodes have played. Uh, you can be Michael Jordan free for a little bit. It, it is a little bit of a relief. I have tried. I've learned a little bit from this time. I've tried to be a little less of a hater as it's gone through um, because it's brought out all, all my normal haterisms and stuff, you know. Um, but I'm trying to really fight that um, urge, fight that. And I, so I'm getting better and better at it, but it's still, it's still not easy. But I'm glad it's over, honestly, because it's a Good. little bit of – it's like – no, it's, it's a little traumatic, yes. Just a yeah. little. Yeah, well – you know, again, we like to let the listener in behind the uh, the curtain here. We're we're recording this on Wednesday. There is a the full game of Game Six is being replayed tonight. I think ESPN's doing something. Oh. Um, but I have a special treat for you, and oh. you know how much I love you. I'm only going to make you watch the fourth quarter. Oh, okay, all right. Well, thank you. The best okay. quarter, right? The, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's so, the quarter uh, you really want to watch if you're a big Bulls fan, usually. Yeah, so if or, you're or not a Bulls fan, if you're with us on uh, YouTube, you'll just be able to just follow along. We'll have our uh, we'll have our screen up. If you are uh, on a podcast listener driving down the highway, probably shouldn't be watching. Um, but uh, we're gonna put a link in the uh, the show notes. So if you wanna if you wanna follow along, we'll bounce in back and forth. We'll mute, unmute. Uh, there's some things these these guys are talking about that uh, that we'll want to see, but um, Matt was a, a really good sport and has agreed to watch the fourth quarter of this. Uh, I think so. It, it that, has a it has a very similar feel to when you made me listen to Triggered um, or, <laughs> or read Triggered um, the audiobook. So it's it's a it's the same exact. I mean, it's a callback to that yeah. episode in some well, ways. Well, I am dressed for the occasion. I'm wearing my Air Jordan shirt. Um, I, um, believe me um and this is something this is kind of the diabolicalness i guess if that's a word of jordan right like i'm i am no jazz fan so this is the jazz and the bulls um I, but i rooted very heavily for the jazz you know anyone any a person that makes me half root for George or, or carl malone i must not like that other person does that make sense and so yeah yeah it's kind of the uh, lesser of two evils exactly yeah. and that's barely that's a close one yeah well um well i appreciate you being a good sport i'm gonna go ahead and uh share my screen with you so that uh i'm ready you and i can uh so we can we can get after this all right here we go yeah. all right fill time while i while i fumble around like the dad that i am trying to figure out this technology no you kids it, you kids have these newfangled technologies where you're, you're killing it already Oh, look at there. And then I went to full screen. All right. Boom. So here we are. We're at the start of the fourth quarter. Uh, something interesting here. What do you notice about the score? Um, yeah, Utah's up five. Utah's up five. They've won every quarter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, see, there you go. Close. That's, They're close, yeah. but they've won every quarter. Um, so, all right. I'm going to hit – I'm going to hit play here. I'm going to go ahead and uh, have the audio on. That way we can, uh, we can see who's announcing this game. Perfect. And uh, All right. So, okay. So, we're at 0, zero, zero. We've got uh, the start of the fourth quarter. It is 66-61 Utah. 
We are yeah. in game six of the 1998 NBA Finals. To set the stage, if Utah wins, this goes to game seven in Utah. So just to back up a little bit, Chicago had a three-to-one lead going into game five. They could have closed it out at home. Carl Malone went off for 39, um, which the interesting thing about the Bulls is they they had game five at home with a 3-1 lead twice in this run and couldn't close it out. Yikes. They closed out more of these championships on the road. I think they only closed out – It's kind of uh, like a teaser almost or something. Yeah, they only closed out um, – they closed out Portland – and the uh, they closed out Portland and I, the Sonics and Utah the year before at all at home. So of the six championships, five of them they won in six games, and one of them they won in five. Yeah, I, it, now that I think about that, our our conversation with Chad, who's you know kind of was living in Chicago at the time, if I remember, that was not in Chicago. Like they were watching it in the bars in Chicago, right? Yeah, the the story right. he was telling it telling. So they didn't win it in Chicago. They won it. Yeah, on the yeah, road. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't win very many of them in in Chicago. They won. They won a lot of them on the road. So uh, they Portland in six, and then uh, I think this. I think Seattle and Utah. But with Seattle in '96, the uh, they were up three one or three nothing. So they they won the first three, lost games four and five in Seattle, and then closed it out in game six, and then. Um, 97, they closed that out in six in Chicago. And then this is uh, obviously had the opportunity to close it out in game five. Couldn't get the job done. So uh, now we are in Utah. We are going to the third quarter. You know, one thing that's never talked about too much about Utah is the, uh, the altitude. It's a high city. I mean. Yeah, but indoors, though, does that affect indoors? Oh, yeah. I mean, the altitude. I don't sure. Know. Does it? Sure. It does. That may be. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That yeah. thing's a good. I mean, Alti- altitude doesn't matter if you're inside or outside. I mean, you're still your yeah. oxygen's oxygen levels are low. So, all yeah. right, you ready, buddy? I'm gonna hit play for us, and uh, I'm gonna unmute the announcers for a couple seconds, and then uh, let's listen up. And then we'll we're gonna let the JV squad talk for a second, and then the varsity squad, you and I, we'll we'll announce the rest of the game. So I, I don't <clears> even know who these guys are. Here we go. That sounds like Isaiah Thomas. And he'll be coming to the foul line just as the fourth quarter starts, but even those poundings take something out of him, right, as he goes to the basket. Now, those are the things that take the most energy out of you. And the reason why... All right, so it uh, sounds like our announcers, I think, are Bob Costas and Isaiah Thomas, and I think Doug Collins here as well. So, uh, MJ at the free throw line, we saw that he had a... Uh, he started out pretty hot. And he's cooled off. So one of the things is um, he's played a lot of minutes. Uh, I know that you watched The Last Dance and that you were, uh, you were enthralled by every single minute of it. But this is the, uh, the Scottie Pippen's back spasms. Yeah. So, like, if you'll notice Pippen. Um, the other thing to notice is uh, just how shitty this, <laughs> this video is. Like, <laughs> 
Yeah, it's something <laughs> that, you know, that that's some of the interesting thing of going back into archival footage yeah. and doing this kind of thing is how really the video obviously has just incredibly changed in the technology, right? Because everything is so pixelated. So, yeah, but you like, can tell it's Jordan just by Jordan. blur. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You can yeah. tell, I mean, his exact mannerisms, the way he played, like you watched him so often that, you know, and again, it's just so predictable. And, and, and again, that's part of his magic is that, you know, he, the guy just did the same thing every time to you and you couldn't stop it. Mm, in and out, Rob Zilla with a, a rebound there. Um, so interesting, on the floor for Chicago, I think we've got Dennis Rodman, Steve Kerr, Jordan, Jed Bushler, maybe? Lordy, yeah. And um, Tony Kukoc. Yeah, Rodman drills a 20-footer. Look at Dennis. How great was Dennis? Man, Dennis is he's the only one that's likable, but somehow <laughs> is not, you know, like I mean, I loved I love Pistons Rodman, right? But I can't love this guy. And I definitely can't love the guy that's hanging out with Kim Jong-un and you know, like I can't love that guy. But the, I mean, as a ball player, he is phenomenal. He really was great. Damn, who was that? What did he get what what just happened there? Uh, they call so it we, offensive foul. Are you joking? No, no what happened is uh, so this guy uh, was in for Carl uh, Malone. So this is they're gonna they're gonna pop a graphic up here. This was one of my favorite graphics that the uh, that NBC used to use in these finals. Um, they would take the superstar and let's say that Jordan sat down with uh, thirty seconds to play in the first in the third quarter, and then he came back in with ten thirty left in the fourth quarter they would show that he missed uh, two minutes of game time, but his actual rest was like eight minutes. So, uh, so Carl Malone had sat for a little bit at the end of the third, came back in in the fourth, and then – uh, pick and roll right there. Yeah, That's all the, Utah. That's Utah Jazz but, City, baby. Yeah, the, uh, there it is right there, second half actual rest time. Uh, all right, so uh, set the stage. It's 70 to 67 Utah. We're at nine and a half minutes. Uh, but that dude that – what happened on that play you were asking about is guy went in, uh, missed a dunk when it went off of, uh, off of Utah. So just out of bounds. Uh, oh, gotcha. Yeah. But no so, foul looked foulish. But I, he looked mad. It's probably but. the pixelation of the screen. Oh, um, of course. All right. So what we got here is a uh, long miss by Kukoc rebound by Malone calls his 22nd timeout. All right. So we're at nine, 13, nine, 10, nine, 70, 67, um, Utah. Give it to so, him, Stockton. So Utah is still. What's he doing? Okay, so you got Stockton with a bad pass. That's something you don't really see. No, and he should have gave it to him so much earlier. What was he how, doing? Just feed the big man. How good was John Stockton, by the way? Very underrated, underappreciated. He was great, but I mean, again, I mean, I don't know. You know, some of these guys, when it does come down to it, they do have – it's part of Jordan's greatness, obviously, right, that Jordan beat him all the time. But is it, is it some of their, their like, mm. weakness too? Does that make sense? Like, does Jordan – oh, Carl's on the, on the floor. Uh, yeah, but Jordan, so a- Jordan gets a lot of credit for the skill that he had, but maybe it's also too that a lot of these guys just – weren't eight they just weren't quite up to snuff you know like i don't know stockton never made big shots to me he never and i know that wasn't really his role and he was a good player don't get me wrong but he's gonna make a big one here yeah well well, i know again on that play on that play we just missed you know when i i remember remember steve kerr shots you know you don't remember john stockton shots right but you remember steve kerr the song so on that play we just saw i'm watching that real time and i'm like man utah has got the legs they're hustling 
they're getting the hustle plays, you know, because that was one where Malone's on the floor, Rodman just kind of Cam Newton leans down to get it, right? Um, yeah, but then Rodman shoots like, or sorry, then Malone shoots like a 25 Tony footer for and, three. Bank, mm. and banks one, and then Kukoc is right in, and then somehow they show Jordan on the bench after Kukoc shoots a three. It's an interesting he's, shot. Uh, yeah, so he's waiting to come back. All right, so we're tied at 70. With like, Jordan, with Jordan like, on the floor, or sorry, with Jordan. Uh, on Jordan the bench. is on the bench at this point. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So we've got a little over seven minutes. That's probably a foul and one. Do we have an and one? We do. Yeah. Yeah. So see, little was little always, Stevie Utah Kerr was always right in it, you know. And what's yeah, which this? Oh, this this little. Look at Steve Kerr. Oh, Steve Ooh, Kerr. Ooh, Carl Malone is a clown, man. Steve Come on, Kerr. Carl. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, Steve Kerr. But how about Jed Bushler getting big minutes in the fourth quarter here? All right, always had that. They always had that guy, though. They always had that guy. Yeah, Michael's back in. Um, how many? Yeah. Why, why was they rested? They were just resting him because he hadn't he, sat out in the second half? He hadn't half. sat because this was a game that Pippen got hurt. So he had, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm wanting to say that he plays 45 minutes in this. And okay. see, this MJ, is where, hard to the basket. I know. Draws and foul. see, I, right. And this is where I will say, Andy, and if you notice just this offense, and this is where sometimes it does turn you off as a little bit as a, as a new, neutral slash – I'm not neutral, of course, in this, but every play is Jordan – you know, and I know Coach just hit that, but he was on – that's because Jordan was on the bench, you know. And then when Jordan comes in, it is Jordan drive, Jordan drive, Jordan drive, Jordan drive. And, I mean, it's a smart strategy, and it obviously worked for them. But it also was tough as a, a basketball player to watch to me, unless you were a Jordan fan, unless you were like, you know. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, it does, but here's the other thing. Um, I mean, that, that wasn't a cheapy foul. Like, it – you look at this graphic on the screen. He's got 36 minutes, 34 points on 12 I'm, I'm of 27 shots. I'm not saying he don't shots. get fouled. I'm just saying the style of offense where it was like clear out, let Mike go to the hole. Clear out, let Mike go to the hole. I mean, again, as just a neutral observer. Now, if you were you if you were worshiping at the altar of Mike, then this was the best basketball you could watch, and that was where 90% of people were. And I get it, you know, I get it because it was wonderful basketball. How could you not like it? But for us other 10% people that weren't worshiping at the altar of Mike, it was hard to even as a neutral get behind him or the team because it was just Mike, 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 you know. If When he was on the floor. Look at, look at floor. Scotty. Look at Scotty. Scotty, listen. Scotty look at, look at Yeah, look at him. Look at him walking, man. We've yeah, all had that walk. We've all yeah. had that walk where your back is just locked up and you walk like you got a shit, like you're trying to hold a shit in. <laughs> look at Scotty. He just – He's walking yeah, he's like he's, 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 he's not, he's he not a doing trooper, too man. Well. He's a great player. And I mean, I, I, I know I'm discrediting a lot, you know, of the other players. Look, that, now this that is Jordan, a triangle. This is a triangle. Look at Carl Malone just run. Look, Scotty can't even get up off the floor. Look at that. Carl Malone. Carl Malone just dirtiest, trucking. One of the dirtiest players mm, in America. Jordan. And then Jordan. I know, but Big see, jump. you get what I'm saying? Uh, I don't know. I mean, you know, again, it, it, it's, it was it right, obviously cool. is that – so this Works. is Chicago's first lead. All right, we're Chicago's first lead. Tony Kukoc mid, midway through the uh, the the second quarter. Let's hear what uh, let's hear what Bob and the boys have to say. And when you bring him to the middle, he's able to come right to that right hand, square up, and shoot it right from the free throw line. 
in Chicago by one, and you're watching the NBA on NBC. Rebound, he's holding it. Don't shoot that. <laughs> yeah, three on Milan. Yeah. They got one dimensional as well. Oh, no. This is, yeah, I mean, that's. <laughs> well, see, in, in what? Your, oh, what your, was that? Uh, what call like was a, that? Looks like a loose ball foul. Loose baller. Look at yeah. that. Yeah, Rodman. Rodman was the key. For, I mean, Rodman. Uh, what I will give, and that's what's always interesting to me, is that, and I know, and I don't know really how this all falls on on Kraus and all those GM guys, but, and again, I always feel like they they made Jerry Kraus the villain of that whole documentary, and and it was a very easy target, a very self serving target. Um, you know, just like is literally unable to defend himself, but putting together this team and again, playing that role of GM is not easy and no one wants to break up the team. No one wants to do that. You know, like what, what, why would that be good for him? You know? And, and when you think about the teams that he put together and Rodman, it, it, Rodman to me is, was the glue for him for a couple of years there. Like they don't win these last couple of championships without him to me, you know? No, I, I would say you're 100% correct, and here's why. Um, you know, either him and or I, – I mean, I give Phil Jackson all the credit, actually. And part of the reason is Phil got everyone to buy into their role. Carl not having a great shooting second half, one of five. Yeah, choke artist. Carl, but, Carl again, that's the kind of guy that wasn't ever going to beat Jordan. I mean, why, just why don't you like Carl Malone? Is it because he shot nine of twenty-five in the first game, five of sixteen in the second, eight of eleven? Yes, look at this ten of twenty, job. and then seventeen of twenty-seven when they were about to get closed out. Uh, it's a joke. Wait, um, why don't you like Carl Malone? I, it's not that. I, it's not as a player. I don't, in the sense that, like, I respect his game. He has some. He's an interesting guy, like off the court. Um, when you dig a little bit into some of his personal opinions and just everything, and some of the things he said, um, I'm not a fan. If that makes yeah. sense. So and I, don't, I don't hey, mean check, to get too political. Hold on, hold on a sec. Yeah. L- listen to this crowd. Look at that. Look at that. Listen, look at this crowd, dude. But they couldn't. But here, here's where they got to take advantage of that, right? They got to put him away here. Well, good for Stockton. There's your shot. But Jesus is a wide open jumper, and it's like six minutes left, right? Five yeah. minutes. Five minutes. Yeah, you got. They're up three. Oh Lordy, is that Pippen? Mm, Scotty, quiet some. Yeah. Look at look at Scotty, man. He's. But yeah, I mean, basically this whole this whole um, fourth quarter here, um, and we're under five minutes. It's seventy-seven, seventy-six. Utah. Utah was up like three the whole time. It'd be. You know, there's there's kind of these swings where you're up one, you're up three, you're up th- five, you're down, you're up three. But Utah was up three for the vast majority of this uh, of this time. But um, yeah, you know what I was big I, rebound you know, was, by Robin Ro- Rodman again. Yeah, I mean again, that's that's, and that's it. How the, invaluable? Yeah, because that, that and was that's Carl Malone. That's Carl Malone. That's just Carl Malone getting beat down there. You know what well, I mean? Like that's that's my thing. He didn't need. 
Rodman didn't need the ball. That's what made him that's what made him so good is that he didn't need the ball. If you had somebody that needed, hey, I'll go out and get you 15 rebounds, but I need 10 shots a game. Not might Rodman. not necessarily work now look that's at not, that not free the throws. greatest free throw there, oh, Dennis. he is uh, the best oh but he would make him sometimes yeah, when, he, when yeah. he needed to but god darn he well, was one of the you know worst was, free throw shooters look at was, how he was like i love how he's just walking and he's he's chuckling boy he knows he looks ridiculous look at that, look at that. three he's for like, three six points probably got oh, four rebounds his numbers were incredible look at that yeah. he, like, oh he nailed that one that was clean too that was just look at that he really was ties us up uh, oh, and yeah, I remember, I mean, yeah, he, he would, you know, he would go on a bender, right. And be gone for, you know, in Vegas for, you know, um, yeah, like three days straight. And then he would come and get like 20 rebounds and yeah. six blocks. Yeah. Yeah. Like he'd, he'd go wrestle for a little bit. He'd go bang Carmen Electra and other. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I ain't playing no basketball after all yeah. that happens. Like my, <laughs> then, my basketball career is over. Like, and then, sorry, he'd, fellas, then he'd I come done. back and get 20 rebounds. Look at that. Exactly. Carl Malone with the Carl Malone. Nice well, we little... them wide open. Yeah. You know, that's, that's what's also missing from today's game. The little mid range. That was about a little nice, nice little 12 footer right there. Um, Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Well, uh, but what I was saying, I wanted to, I don't want to lose this on the crowd though. Um, That's the scary thing for me with the coronavirus of like not letting fans in the stadiums or playing in front of stadiums with no fans or half stadium, you know, that type of stuff. Like it, to me, is that Ron Harper? Look at that Good shot Lord by Harper. Jesus balls. Well, there, that's that was, when you know you're done. That's when every Utah Jazz fan right there should have been like, well, it's over. Right, this is Ron, some, Harper, Ron Harper's going to the rack on us. This is some butt-clenching time right here. 79-79, like in no, both I, sides, right? Because yeah. Chicago loses this game. Then you got a game seven on the road. What do we got? Offensive, defensive. What do we got? We got a charge. Defensive foul. Ow. Oh. That was looks block. like uh, looks that was like they're block. Looks like they called it on Rod Villa. Looks yeah, like he came. He came oh, blind in there. Look at but, Harp. But, look at Harp with the. Oh, this is a play I was going to tell you about. Look, he doesn't get that off. So in today's, okay, they so can review. They can review. They can review that today. So that shot that Ron Harper just hit. Uh, today they Ron. would go back. They would take that off the board. And earlier in the game, uh, Howard Isley had one that they waved off that replay would have showed that he, that he got it. So uh, could you imagine being Byron Russell? I mean, he made a lot of money in basketball, but he's he's known for like one thing. This is the, uh, Howard Isley shot in the first half. So, yeah. So that's an interesting thing. That's funny. So if you Rodman body checking him off the line like that, man, so you take that two point, you take that two points away. Uh, 81-79. Let's listen to the crowd. And what you're saying about the, you know, Andy, it's it's not going to be perfect, but it's going to be one of those things where it's sports. It's either sports. Oh, wow. It's either sports or it's either sports that way. Oh, man, rushed it. See, why didn't they hold on to the ball right there and just take it easy? They got a two-point lead. Well, the my point is, is like the crowd – the crowd adds so much that offensive or defense. What do we got? A little offensive foul on oh Rodman got a block on the other end. Phillips Ooh, not happy. Got a block pissed. on the other end, and then he's got an offensive here. MJ's Phil's, not happy. Phil's back isn't real in great shape by this point either. I think is, is it? 
Phil, Phil yeah. Jackson, he seems like a guy that can't really walk very well either at this point in his life. You know, and here's the other thing, too, about Rodman. Yeah, but that Rod, ain't going to matter. Rodman's got five. It. Yeah, but Let's see. It's Let's what, see. What do you got here? You got a charge? Is that a charge? That is like, right. Looks like a good yeah, call to me. Fair enough. What was the Rodman only, shooting for? Rodman. The only thing that, on that is that the offensive player does have the – they do have the right to come down. That's what Mike's saying right now. Um, all right, we're 247, 8179. They're going to call that on Rodman every time, though. Uh, yeah, John Stockton's definitely going to get those superstar calls. Everybody knows that. Well, if it's Rodman against Stockton, they're going to call. call hey, look at this. Time. Pick and roll by the Jazz. Shocking. Oh, pick and roll pick with and pop. Wide Carl. Mm. See, they, why are they doing anything else? See, that's what I'm saying. They outthink themselves. Like, they should. This is the only play that worked for them the whole game so far. Right? Mm. Just do that all okay. day long. So, live. Live. 222, 83-79 with the ball. You got to kind of think, like, oh, Utah's going to win this game. Yeah, Jordan's I not mean, shooting well. Though, Everything's I mean, coming up 98. short. Maybe not. Maybe in like 95. Jordan, I don't know. You know uh, what I mean? Look at that. Oh, whoa, what do we got here? We get a foul. Byron, oh, Byron Russell with a foul. That is just ludicrous. All right. So See, this Malone's going to set the long. pick. Okay. All He's not going to roll. What's Ron Ollie? Harper doing? Ron Harper, come on. What are you doing? Mm. Yeah. Hey, Ron Harper, watch some tape. You know what the Utah Jazz <laughs> do, buddy? They pick and roll. I mean, I don't know. 13 of 32 not in yeah not his best game but that's again that's what you know i mean we talked about it earlier before we were on but you know dudes that are legends and they win ugly they win ugly you know brian russell 10 of jordan shot 10 of 21 for 26 they should have left hornacek on him he was 0 for 3 shooting against hornacek hornacek man <laughs> jeff hornacek that's unreal. All right, man. They had Hornacek and Stockton. They had like Stockton and Hornacek. <laughs> it's like the same dude. The, the the last two the last two holder honors of the uh, short shorts. Oh, Lordy. The <laughs> Stockton. Dad shorts. No. Who's getting Terrible. it? Who's getting See, it? Look at that. that. Utah. Big Utah's getting it. Oh. Then he turns it over like a clown. Hey, Scotty. <laughs> Scotty is having trouble just getting up and down the court. All right, here we go. This is patented Jordan. Look at that. The spin, lift, yeah, that's uh, short. Wow, man. He is really having a tough yeah. game again. That's, this is what I'm saying, Andy, right here. This kind of proves my point. The Utah, this is Utah's game. What are they doing? All right, tell How us where they... we're at. Where are we at, Matt? Give us a time cue here. What do it's we got? 120. What do you mean time cue? I'm confused. What's, what's the score? What's the time? What's the score? What's the time? We've got 123 left in the game. It's 83-81. Yeah. That's not good for them. That's not good for them. They got to know. And again, that's where you get in. That's where Utah's in their head right now that they know they're probably going to lose still. You know what I mean? Stockton for three. Uh, no. Clint. You know what? I'll, I'll tell you right now. That goes in game. Dude, of course, right there. That goes six, in. That's, it's five. And it was a perfect – so, so now we're, I, I we're feel a little a vindicated that I said my, you know, Stockton don't make big shots. I feel very vindicated. That was that was a point right there where if you're a Hall of Famer, where if you're going to be a legend, you're going to be John Stockton, the big, you know, point guard guy. You make that shot. You make it. All right. So Stockton misses with about a minute three. Jordan goes baseline, gets fouled. So two free throws tie it. It's eighty three, eighty one. He has missed under a twenty minute. shots. Twenty shots in this game. Do you remember the uh, the free throw he shot where he looked at Matumbo and said, "Hey Matumbo, this is for you," and closed his eyes? 
Yeah, I have seen. Yeah, I have seen that what before. Do you, what do you think the odds are? Every time they they do a close up of him shooting a free throw here, what do you think the odds are that he just closes his eyes real quick? Um. Yeah. No. I mean, <laughs> if I did that once and it worked, I would uh, want to do uh, it every time. All right. Eighty three. Eighty three. Under a minute to go. Utah with the ball. It's all there for Utah, Look at that. even though. Look at that. Stockton's going to back him down. They're going to come See, over and double. They go away Stockton from the pick for three. and roll. Bang. Oh, he hits this one. Big shot by John. Big shot, Big John. That's what I call him. Oh, Lordy. <laughs> All but right, he made he, he made the one that the other one was the big one though, right? No, I, mean, this, I, I agree. I but agree. This because is, but there's this a, is, there's a huge, huge difference. There's a huge difference in being up two and being up five. Now being up three, okay, but it's still a one possession game. In exactly. basketball, you just want possessions. All right, Bulls looking and how for do two they for lose one. This? And look at this. It's they right just here. Let him go to the rack. It's right, right here because they they take a three point lead with 41 seconds. The Bulls score a two in four seconds so now you put the pressure back on utah to score this is a pretty famous play right here so malone comes across jordan doesn't clear and then they steal it from him so now you've got the 20 seconds so now you're you're getting right down to it so uh big big thing by phil jackson too right here didn't call a timeout live ball it and no push off step back (laughs) bang jordan (laughs) what 87, 86, 5.2 seconds. Jordan hits the 17-foot jumper. Byron Russell inexplicably just goes way across the floor. Uh, I'm just letting you roll with it, buddy. I'm just letting you roll. What? I'm just saying. No, it's all accurate. Timeout Utah. Timeout Utah. No bias in this commentary at all. That was 100% um, (laughs) neutral. Yeah. No, it, he didn't and, push him. That pushed him. It didn't uh, matter, dude. He was already going that way. He just stopped. Andy, listen. Just stopped. We've, I know, and this is. A I tale. know what your visual evidence looks like. All right, Stockton's got the ball. He can redeem himself. Stockton for three. No. Why does he shoot that ball? That's we a are, terrible shot. And there it is, number six. Number six. That one. Is that a Madrashad? That was striking how much a Madrashad was like just hanging out with Jordan on the last Yeah, dance. but that's well, but that's smart because well, that's a lot of levels, right? Like he had some media access, but he was also his friend, so. Yeah. Did you see the picture of a uh, picture floating around the internet of uh, a Madrashad had the most questionable groomsman ever? You, have you seen that? Mm-mm. Bill Cosby and OJ Simpson. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Wow. Wow. That poor wedding. Like how did anybody make it out of that wedding? Right? Like some, something bad happened at that wedding. We know that. We know that for sure. Like it's probably not being able to be proven or anything like that, but you know, something illegal happened there. Uh, Jerry Sloan, all class finding every bull shaking their hand. Uh, you know, what, what's Jerry, Jerry Sloan's connection with the bulls, you know? Not, not a ton. Pre Jordan, he was like one of the best bulls ever. Oh, interesting player. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hmm. but the interesting thing about Jerry Sloan here, and like this is something you won't ever see again, is I think he coached for Utah for like eighteen, almost twenty years. Mm-hmm. Um, Stockton yeah. alone no, played nearly their entire career together. Yeah, no, that's um, a, you're exactly right. Like, and he didn't really win. He didn't win the big one. And the idea that you would stay in that role, yeah, and not ever win. Like, you know, you get 
you know, Popovich, you get some of these guys because you win, you stay. I mean, right. obviously, but, you know, a guy that never really made it to the top that made it that long, yeah. But he's a great coach. I mean, again, he got a lot out of that team, probably more than they in some ways should have. But then when you look at games like this where it's just right there for the taking, and, again, it's easy to say, and, and it's true, and there's no doubt about it, and even being a Jordan hater, like, you see the greatness of Jordan there. But you also see a team that had it. You know, they, they, to me, was that Jordan taking it from them or was that the Utah Jazz giving them that game? And there's our guy, Jerry Krause. Look at him. Look at Jerry. You want to hear, hear from him? Let's hear. I think you should. We're going to talk to Phil first. David Stern. The late. I had that shirt and hat, that championship shirt and hat. We, we knew this. Yeah. To yeah. Commissioner Stern was the best, though. Yeah, you're right about that. He's a solid commissioner. Yeah. And Adam Silver is a good commissioner, too. Like, I like Adam Silver, too. He does a good job. Agreed. Agreed. I mean, especially when you look at comparatively yeah. to the other big, you know, sports commissioners. Oh, wait, what? watch the hat. Oh, careful. All right. Lifty, lifty. Philip, take this, please. That's too heavy for me. All right. Well, that was fun. Amazing. Uh, let me see. I'm just going to hit stop share, not stop record. All right. Just back, back to you and me. That's super uh, fun. Well, that wasn't, incredible. that wasn't too bad for you, was it, buddy? I mean, no, no. In no. some ways, right? It's very similar to those. Like you get similar emotions and you heard my, probably my voice get cranky a little bit here and there because, again, you do see things, the same things you saw. And it does go to show you that, like, sports is such a – we talked about it the other day um, with, with a group of friends, and, and, you know, a guy was saying, I like sports, but talking about sports is hard because there's no, there's no factual basis for any argument almost. You know, like, everything is tribal. Everything is, like, where you grew up, who – you know, like, what connection you have to this team. And then everybody thinks of it in those very, you know, those terms. And it's very hard to, like – ever come to a consensus or ever come to like any kind of you know so i see it one way i see that game a completely different way than you do you know yeah I mean? well the, I, I try to put myself back in that moment you know i mean you we watched a game earlier this week that we both knew we knew the outcome of and yeah. i think when you know the outcome you're like oh well we won this game 41 to 3 yeah when in yeah, actuality like you right. watch the game and you're like we should have lost well, like, again, yeah. I think when you when you pull clips out of that and you show and you show the great moments that Jordan had, and again, it was deserving that win, and he was a huge part of it. You you don't see that he went thirteen for you know whether he went fourteen for thirty four, right? He yeah. went fourteen for thirty four. So when they're showing on the last dance, they aren't showing the twenty shots he missed. You know, they're showing the fourteen that he made and the big shots when it mattered. We talked about it with Mahomes, you know, as a player. That's a guy, you know, that's kind of a spoiler to what we were watching, right? We were watching an old Pat Mahomes game where, again, the kid really didn't play that great. The whole team didn't play that great. But somehow, some way, at the end, he won it, they won it, and it was his leadership, and he, and he deserves the credit, you know? So I yeah, can't kind of hate Jordan yeah. for what we, I'm loving Mahomes for. <laughs> right. Well, we were watching the left-handed pass game, and really that left-handed pass didn't really have much of an impact on that game. Because well, the, the very next the play, penalty. they had a holding call, and then the they penalty. got backed up. 
which I, I did find that uh, there's a there's a pattern with this kid Patrick Mahomes when he's got uh, like third and forever. That's pretty much a guaranteed first down. There was some well, there's some crazy stat out there, dude. Right, that like everyone else in the league from like third and fifteen on is like ten percent completion rate. But the Chiefs last year were like sixty percent or something yeah, stupid. Ridiculous. Like we, there is no down or distance. Somebody said that you know as an announcer that matters. You know, like there's no, you know, it's yeah, it's incredible and it's again finally he's our kid, right? Like he's our guy. He's Man, our Jordan. Like, we maybe don't. he could maybe he could be the Michael Jordan of the NFL. Andy, that's that's what's brought me around a little bit about not being so haterish, you know, because like <laughs> if that makes sense, you know, because we were talking about that and you know, I was talking to some friends and they were like, Well, you know, they were talking shit on Mahomes and I got to thinking, I was like, Oh yeah, like Mahomes is my, you know, my kid's Jordan, you know, and he's kind of my Jordan. You know what I mean? That yeah. uh, there's there's nothing you will say bad about him that I will agree with. You know, I believe he walks on water, all those things, you know. So, like, I should – again, I shouldn't hate the things about Jordan that I love about Mahomes. You know, it's not – it's so silly. Yeah. It's uh, – and I think that part of the thing – like, I think there are some things in The Last Dance that you probably would have appreciated had you watched it. Um, uh, yeah, the, I, watched, I watched some. I mean, there was, as much as I could handle. Similar to Triggered, again, going back to the – Yes, I can there was only genuine, do so much before. Genuine like and respect for Magic and Larry. I believe that. And, genuine and, like – think Because once, the, the level of competitor, the level of competitor that – to get to that level and to be – and you see it in all of those guys. And, and Larry is such a great example of like – Larry had the most competitive. Larry would want to. Larry would talk shit to you in a ping pong game, and it meant everything to him. He would, he, you yeah. know, like every every yeah. So and Jordan's the same way. So whether they were buddies or not, which they seem to be, but they also seem, you know, like there's a level of respect that you have to have, you know. Well, and I think being friends and buddies meant that like there was a there was a scene in there that uh, is either there or some outside, but that somebody made the statement of like, Oh, well, Michael told me that he was going to go do this baseball thing, but that he had to go win another championship because neither Larry nor magic had won two had won three in a row. So it's kind of this like, Oh, well, my friends won two. Well, I've got to go win three because there was always this, this drive for, well, I got to be better than magic and and Larry. Yeah. And you saw it and you saw it in his obvious, you know, he doesn't. And, and again, good. I, I, I mean, there's. I don't begrudge him of it. You know, it's going to sound like well, I, I am, but like he, he all, he's competitive with LeBron. Like when he, you know, they showed him that clip of LeBron saying he feels like he's the greatest, you know, of all time. Like he's laughing and chuckling because you know Jordan very much is like, uh, no, sorry, kid, you're not. Like you're just not. And so there's a lot of guys that I think would would play like the PC way. That would be like, oh yeah, he's you know in my day we wasn't as good. You know, like these kids nowadays are so amazing, and maybe he is. But Jordan's like, uh, no, actually, like I'll smoke you right now, kid. Let's go play tomorrow. <laughs> well, I, I don't think that he would smoke him right now because I no. think if if any of us saw the Washington Wizards, Michael Jordan. Um, and uh, let's let's be honest here. That was the most. I mean, come on. Everyone was waiting at the end, and even if you were a Jordan fan or not, for how are they going to handle this Wizards years? And they just didn't. They just didn't, they didn't handle it. They right. Just basically pretended those didn't happen. Well, it's the uh, the Wizards years with the Rocky Five of 
<laughs> of Michael Jordan's career. Yeah, you just forget that uh, one we're happened. We're just going to forget that happened. Yeah, there's um, lots of, you know, there's much more things better happening. Well, and, well, and I'm going to also say, and God bless him, and again, you can't take begrudge him, but what you can also say, he's another guy that really hasn't found a lot of success um, as like a GM or as like a coach. Does that make sense? I was going to say the, the exact same thing. Like if right. you look at the totality of like, and I think we, I think I even said this on the Larry, Larry versus Michael episode we did. You look at the totality of their careers. I'd say player Michael was more accomplished totality. Larry much more accomplished. Like, yeah. And to me, Larry still hasn't set the world on fire the Pacers, you know, they still haven't won a championship, but I think as a GM, he was a much more successful one than Jordan was. Yes. Uh, he, I would say that those Pacers teams were pretty good. Were, were probably the closest. They were the scary. As a Bulls fan, they were the scariest team. You know, to me, like I, the, the Reggie Knicks, Miller, the Re- Reggie yeah. Reggie Miller, Rick Smith. They had the Davis brothers. I don't know if they were brothers, but they were both named Davis. Yeah. Uh, Travis Best. Yeah. On that team, like yeah, Chris, they had, Chris Mullen. They had Chris, Chris Mullen, Mullen, a late they, they, late career Chris Mullen. Yeah. Um, so I mean it. Yeah, I think in some ways that was a similar deal where once the Bulls got out of the East, then they felt they were the favorites for sure. Like the East was kind of the stronger, you know. Yeah, the Eastern Conference back then was definitely where the class was, and then right after Jordan retired, like that balance of power shifted to to where basically if you the top four teams in the West were probably would have been easy one seed. And would have yeah. swept like, through the East for like yeah. the next ten years, like yeah, for like know, almost you, two decades, it was yeah. all Western teams that were better. Yeah. Well, and you you kind of look at Magic. You take Magic out of the equation. How many titles does Larry win? You take Larry yeah. out of the equation. How many does Magic win? That's I always mean, they, the conversation, you yeah. know, to me, right? Is that Jordan really never had that contemporary? And that's not. And and the the natural argument back at that is no one could get to his level, and it's not his fault, you know. Like what well, he can only play the players that he played against. And to yeah. me, that, though, that was again another good example where John Stockton, Carl Malone, you, you saw it in that you know, whatever, 20 minutes that we saw where they, they just didn't have it. They just weren't the level of Jordan. You know, they just, they, yeah, I don't know, you know. Yeah, and this is also an era where many of these teams were homegrown. Yeah, all right. There, there wasn't, like, so Jordan was drafted. Pippen was drafted. Uh, Dennis was a free agent. But free yeah. agent movement wasn't as prevalent as you see it today. There. And Stockton Stockton Malone played, like you said, for their whole career with Utah. Yeah, Sloan. Until Malone went title chasing and joined the Lakers and then got swept by the Pistons. I forgot about that. Yeah, Yeah. jeez, Carl. (laughs) You deserve it, Carl. (laughs) Yeah, uh, he went and joined Shaq and and Kobe right in the middle of their – when they were having the the big war. Unbelievable. Yeah. It's probably because uh, of Carl Malone. That's probably been the biggest, you know, like the minute you get Carl Malone, it's over. I remember uh I remember was it there was a Lakers finals game that went up and I'm pretty sure it was one that Carl Malone, but it went up against the finale of Sopranos. It was like the worst rated finals in history. And that's, I mean, and, and, you know, just picking back on what you said, you know, and to kind of, you know, bring it back to today's world, it, that's going to be the interesting thing is when we come back, um, when sports happens, you know, what, 
is it going to be with fans? Is it not going to be with fans? Is it going to be, is it going to be the same at all? You know, like those soccer games um, that I watched, I did watch a couple of those German, you know, soccer games. Yeah. That have been, how were they? Um, yeah. Um, not I mean, it, the, the nostalgia is going to wear off if that makes sense. Like it was fun to watch and good to watch because again, I miss soccer, you know, and I miss sports just period. But, but um, as it's not the greatest product in the world, now I will still watch it, but I'm also like, you know, I'm a diehard, diehard fan. The question is, are those kind of, you know, people that are just getting into it, the kind of ancillary people, it's going to be hard to watch. I think I told you the same thing about wrestling. Like, yeah. Smack, oh yeah. Smackdown with no fans was like. Uh, yeah. And their okay, whole first, stick, their whole stick yeah. is playing for fans, right. like, and they can't, like, they can't rewrite their script, like their whole thing. They've been, you know, they've only got so many, you know, bits that they do, right? Yeah. So they can't be like, hey, don't play up to the fans because there's no fans there. It's like, well, that's half of my, right. <laughs> that's half of my shtick is going, you know, or yeah. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. hand signs to the fans, like, you know, like right. it's just. Right, uh, going that, up on the on the ropes, uh, the, the ropes yeah. Yeah, pissing them off, you know, well, or whatever, and there's no one there. <laughs> it's the same thing when you watch the UFC fights. Those guys win and they jump on top of the cage. Like, there's, yeah, it's ridiculous. The, the reason they're, they're jumping up there is for the live audience to bask in the right the, the crowd approval, of, and they're not getting it. And and it goes well, back to like the like it goes back to the NBA. It goes back to the Chiefs. It goes back to the NFL. Like, uh, what what's home home field advantage worth? Oh, so let, yeah, let's no. say the NBA, the NBA is talking about starting back up and having everything in Orlando neutral. Is, yeah. What's uh, okay. So, he, he, uh, okay. So I'll give you a, an interesting, so a parallel, right? So what, what's happened in MLS, it very much parallels what's happened in the NBA. They have a very similar schedule. Does that make sense? Like they're, they're playing yeah. right now. Their season kind of starts around the same time. It was kind of hap It happened and then it stopped. Um, they're, they talk, they're talking the exact same thing in the exact same city, even, you know, going to Orlando, um, and playing there and the players just, and, and that's where you're going to get a lot of pushback from these players, because when the players start to realize like what this really would look like, like they had a player on from the MLS that I watched on a podcast or some video. And he said, um, it's honestly going to be kind of like a luxurious prison because we're going to be stuck in our hotels, stuck in Orlando for months at a time away from our families away from everything you know like what we're what we think of is like well they're just athletes get out there and play yeah. you know their whole lives are going to to be because even when i'm playing you know a normal season i can go home we have home games you know i see my family they can come see me everything but it's going to be like you said it'll be a luxurious prison yeah. for a couple months where they're just stuck in their hotels and stuck in those playing facilities and stuff and nope when those players realize it's going to be like that i just don't know that they're going to go for it you want to know what my worst least favorite business trip was Oh, Orlando. No. Wait, Orlando or no, what? No. Oh, I'm sorry. Business trip to Vegas. Oh. It's the worst. Really? Oh, because it's business? It's business, it's dude. So you're on a plane with 90% of the people are going to party, man. They're, they're rolling in to party. They're, they're, just, yeah, yeah. they're like, like, and, you know, and then here yeah. I am in my khakis and button down. And, you know, I'm going to go right. sit in a, uh, I'm going to go sit in an office building. And do, it's like, yeah, you know, the whole, like, you know, what stays in Vegas, you know, or whatever, that doesn't matter because all I'm doing is meeting with business people. You're yeah. way off the strip <laughs> doing your project, you, you know, 
in yeah, and that's scary. Out. You don't like even, the minute you get off the strip, the strip, it's like Jesus. I mean, Christ, it was a, it was desert. a nice it was a nice business park. I mean, it wasn't oh, it wasn't a course. shady area at all. It wasn't but like, like downtown Vegas, like off the. <laughs> no, I mean it was like it was out in Vegas, but it was you know it was nowhere Have near. Have you ever the been strip. to Reno? Have you ever been to Reno, no, Nevada? No. No, I haven't been there. Ooh, that but is it was, like a shady. It's like an old school Vegas, you know, like when you think of like old Vegas, you know, like yeah. gangsters and shit walking around like all the time. Like that's well, kind of how Reno is. And that that was kind of like the business trip to Orlando wasn't that bad because hmm. we actually kind of stayed and would like bump around downtown Disney at night. That's but we were there for four days. Right. You know, so it's dinner. You know, you go yeah, to work and dinner. You enjoyed that. You go to work and dinner. Four months, like the MLS season, and think about the NBA season. I mean, how much how much do they have left? There's there's no way. And think about the scheduling they're going to have to do and the things. It's going to be months that they're going to be stuck yeah. in one place. You know, yeah, that's I, pretty brutal. I was on a uh, I was on a long term engagement, and uh, in Fairfax, Virginia, and like they were talking about me being out there every week for three months, and I was yeah. I started conversations of. Well, hey, my wife's a school teacher. Um, why don't you just get me an apartment and I'll just move out here for three months? No. And then the project kind of dried up and it never came to fruition. But dude, I couldn't I couldn't imagine being being at work, you know, for four right. months. Right. And that's all your life. You literally can't talk to anybody. You can't I mean you Especially can if on, it's in this well, way, you can zoom and you know, talk on the phone, but because again, you, you're, you're, it's billions and billions of dollars. You know, if you go out, you break those rules, you break whatever curfew or whatever, you go out in the public, you get the, you know, the virus, you come in, you give it to the team, like the team shuts down for a month, you know, or something like that's billions of, or, well, you know, in the NBA, it's millions of dollars and same with MLS. Well, it's also like what's going to happen. NFL comes back. What's going to happen if, what's going to happen if they Sunday morning game day, Patrick Holmes shows up and he's popped a fever. Oh, uh, all those things. And that, you know, that's, I've heard I, that, you know, they're basically going now, like they fully expect that people will and that they'll just, it's not going to be like, let's try to keep us from anyone from getting it. It's going to be more like, how do we manage when people do get it? You yeah. know what I mean? It's going to be more, that's, that's kind of seems, seems like the, the tack they're going with. And that's, and uh, I, I mean, selfishly, I would say figure it out. I don't know. But part of me is like, I don't know. Sports aren't that important. You know, we do no, have I, to keep perspective on things like, and I mean, I, again, I am as diehard a sports fan, you know, as anybody and, you know, but I just, they shouldn't rush it back. They should not rush it back. They shouldn't rush music back. There are people, they're having concerts now, all these weird concerts, you know, and different things it's like just relax a little bit. And I don't know. Well, and I, I think we both know uh, musicians that play in local bars here. It's hard. And, you know, some of them have told me like, uh, you know, they don't know what they're going to do financially. Cause it's not like they're, they're basically independent contractors. Right. I 100%. mean, this girl is, this girl is booked solid Wednesday through Sunday right. every week. And then coronavirus comes around. I mean, she's, she's out of a job because what's yeah. her job relying upon crowds or jobs relying upon people getting together. We had a guy, you know, we had a guy on our other thing, you know, stand-up comedian, you know, who said like, we can't, you know, he, he works with Impractical Jokers, right? He's the producer of Impractical Jokers. Like, we can't even do our show because we literally, you know, like, 
we can't do it because we yeah. rely on a crowd. Like that is literally the point. Like some of our jokes are go up there and drink that guy's drink and weird shit like that that we used to do is like we can't even <laughs> sure you know that kind of shit is like obviously off the yeah. off the charts can't do it well one of the uh yeah i mean like some of the shticks of uh some of the wrestlers like adam hangman page his whole shtick people handing beers and he actually drinks them and he right. drinks well, them think about right? all the sports guys who yeah. used to take beers from play well what, what is it? eric winston eric fisher Not eric, eric fisher eric, fisher. eric yeah. winston jesus eric. um but yeah but yeah i know that guy but yeah um isn't he like the nfl pa guy now or something Winston, Winston. I, sure. I think he is actually I think he works because remember he got pissed when everybody booed Matt Castle remember that whole <laughs> remember that whole thing that was Winston yeah. that got all mad remember like got hella butthurt it's like you don't boo man I'm like yeah Winston I get it bro but come on you know like I don't know I, I mean it is kind of terrible you know in some way I would never boo somebody for getting hurt I mean that is terrible you know but on the flip side of it like sports is just that that's what you gotta expect it's it's not they're not real people to people you know well, they're just kind like of there's characters. uh there are a lot of things opening back up like and we're we're starting to see people get get out and come like the gyms are opening back up in our I, area i did see that at blue um, uh deanna drove around and said yeah, yeah. blue springs so the gym we kind of lived near was like packed yeah. yeah like i'm going uh i'm going tomorrow for the first time back to know you're uh, a big gym guy yeah back to uh i don't know that i'll go into the weight room um, I, I, I'll go to the, uh, I'll go to the, the training class that I go to. Right. Um, that's a group fitness class. Um, hmm. but I, I, I probably won't go back to the weight room. I have one gym that I would go to on a specific day and I would go there, do my workout. And then mainly I was there for the, the sauna, sweat right. out the toxins and stuff like that. Sure. I can't see going back into a sauna anytime soon. Maybe it ever. It doesn't seem prudent, no. You no. know, to like, uh, or I'm sorry, steam room. Yeah, no, no, no. Same, where same difference. Yeah, where you're, sure, sure. Where you're, you're breathing this moist air. That, right. The that first everyone time else is breathing. And, that right. the first time you walk in, it hits your lungs and you go, <coughs> so yeah. you're coughing, you know, and I mean, that stuff is just airborne. But like, for me, I actually attributed, attributed that to me not getting sick over the, the winter. Yeah. Because yeah. you'd sweat that stuff out and run your, it'd, it'd get your, uh, your sinuses, sure. Absolutely. clear that out. You clear that poison out and all that. So, uh, well, dude, we, we've, uh, we've broken into talking about clearing out sinuses. So I think yeah. it's probably time for us. Seriously, to, uh, I think that's what I got in my hit, notes is when I we get that it, point, it's over. <laughs> when we need to. All right, man. Well, uh, let's, uh, let's let these folks go. Any, uh, any final game six, 1998 finals, the shot uh any any last thoughts um it would be i just i i'm gonna say this i'm gonna say this in general okay and this is the deal big shots and big games big plays big plays in big games oftentimes are, are are refereed differently and there are two there are two like ways there are two you know, there's, there's a school of thought that says that's a good thing. You know, just let them play. Let them play out that last play. If there's a little bit of touching, there's a little bit of, you know, that's part of the game. You don't want the refs to decide the game. Then there's the other side of it that goes, you know, well, if it's a foul, um, you know, in the second quarter, it's a foul in the fourth quarter. You know, it, it, you know that kind of, you know, so that's – I'm just going to leave it there as a general – I don't want to talk about, you know, because there's going to be – 
and and the more you slow it down, the funny thing is, you know, like with the last dance or anything like that, you know, when you talk about a push off or not, like, again, it just goes to show you that instant replace and, and slowing things down still doesn't fix things. It still doesn't make, you know, that's why my argument for moving away from as much replay as we have is will always be there because I will always see a push off. I will always see that Andy. And I think you will always see something completely different. And, you know, and I don't think either one of us are wrong. Does that make sense? You know? And so uh, that, that's just where I am. Yeah. So <laughs> a- absolutely. Um, you know, I, I think that, I I don't know if make fun is the right term, but I do I talk about load management in today's players. Yeah, no doubt. Here's the thing about the load management though. Um Michael Jordan played every single game in that nineteen ninety-eight season, ninety-seven, yeah. ninety-eight season, every game. Yeah. Every game of the playoffs and logged heavy minutes. He looked 45 years old there. Do you know Agreed. how old he was? Yeah, last maybe like 29. He was 35. Oh, geez. Okay, he was older than I thought. Because it was 35. at the end. It was at the end. Yeah. He had but, come back from baseball, obviously, right yeah, at that point. He was, yeah. But see, he'd, he'd, he'd also burned out in 93, went and played baseball, right. came back. And a lot of it is, I think a lot of those guys were just burnt out because oh. they went hard. They went you know like it's it's incredible when you reach the top of something yeah and we'll see with our guys right we'll see with the chiefs i hope you know that they have the mentality to 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 keep that going yeah because and i've had people talk shit to me just kind of in fun you know it's like wait till you guys understand a, a super bowl hangover you know and what that's like you know because that's that's a tough thing to do, you know, is to hit that pinnacle, the work that it takes to hit that pinnacle and then go, we got to start all over next year and do that exact yeah. same thing, you know, and that's the game. And everybody's gunning for you. Oh, right. It's and totally every it's time, every time you every time you're on somebody's schedule, that that game's marked. People are looking for that. Yeah. You know, people aren't looking for the Washington Redskins coming in. You know, back then people weren't like, "Oh, Indiana's coming in." You know, like you, if you're, if you get a, a, if you're a Dallas, if you live in Dallas and the schedule comes out in 1998, you, you're not necessarily going, well, boy, the Knicks are coming in town and why well, Patrick Ewing, you know, they've been to the Eastern Conference Finals, you know, these many years. No, you're looking They for, probably didn't do. I wonder if NBA did maybe back then, like the, the extra money for when Jordan came to town thing. Probably not. I think that's I a relatively. Think they, it I think that's a relatively new, new new phenomenon of flex pricing for tickets. Yeah. And see, that's the other part with the load management, right? Like if you're going to charge, you know, if you're Milwaukee and you're like, hey, this is a LeBron game, so we're going to charge, you know, 70 bucks for our normal $20 ticket, but then LeBron's like, you know, eh, this is my day off game. You know, right. like that's, ugh. Well, and I think we're, <laughs> I think we're going to that tour in the NFL. Um. Oh, I'm not. I'm surprised. I can't believe that they haven't done that already. Like how, how shocking in some ways that that hasn't happened. Well, so like when you look at the 17 game season coming up and they're really, the NFL owners really want to get it to 18 and 20. Mm -hmm. I think you're going to look at, you know, possibly two bye weeks or that, you know, the players are only allowed to play a certain number of games. Oh, Um, so, I mean, it, it, I think you're you're going to see it, but, but yeah, I mean, it, at the start of the season, 
you're not going to know that, okay, week 12, Patrick Mahomes is on his, uh, his mandated buy. Right, right. And you buy a ticket to that game and you go out there and you got your kid out there in his 15 Jersey. And it's like, you know, the week before you find out, Hey, you know, we've got to sit Patrick. So this is mandated. This is a mandated game. Like, and that can happen with injury. Right. You know, yeah. I mean, I went to the, that happened to your, the Aaron Rodgers, right. The, well, yeah, the Aaron Rodgers, Matt Moore. Like I went to that game, you know, I was like, this isn't the game I was really thinking I was going to get, but it's a game I got. Yeah. But all right, man. Well, my last, my last thought is, uh, I hope that the Lance Armstrong oh. for 30. <laughs> How can they to, do me? How can they do me to, like that? I can't wait to have you watch uh, any of Lance's Tour de France wins. <laughs> Good God. Like, just put that dude to rest. I think, like, I, think I, I, I get it. I, I'm sure he'll get on there and apologize like crazy and say he's so sorry, and that's fine. <laughs> you know, whatever. That's fine. But to me – what he should do is disappear. If you're really sorry, man, just get the get off everyone's TV, man. He's got plenty of money. He's got he's got his health now, and good on him for overcoming the cancer. That has nothing to do, you know, with like him as a human being, you know. But like, uh, yeah, just go away, Lance. Go away. I'm well, sorry, that's terrible. But it's not, a, it's not in a go, not in a like die sense. I mean, like, yeah, no, just I, just stop getting on TV, bro. It's not getting better. Like, I don't these. You know, does that I, make I'm, sense too? Yeah, I'm going to assume, though, that the 30 for 30 people approached him. Oh, I'm, listen, I know. I'm sure they did. It's no different than wanting to watch any other villain, but I'm just afraid that you end up like, you know, villains end up becoming heroes really easy. And, again, I just think it's just, just you know, I don't know. I, he doesn't – there's a million people that deserve a platform. There's a million people, and he had his time, man. He had his time. He did some great things. He also did some horrendous things. And so part of me is just like, it's time to go, Lance. Stop it. Well, every time that I mow my yard, I'm wearing those Live Strong Oakleys. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> That's amazing. With the, uh, Are you trying to get the yellow jacket? Is that what the thing of, of lawn mowing? Like, isn't it, isn't it yellow? What is it? Isn't it that was, the Tour uh, de France winner? Yeah. Is, is well, he, no, like, the, like, the Live Strong thing. You know, like, yeah. you oh, remember the, the bracelets? bracelets? Yeah, oh, the yellow bracelets. Like, oh, everybody so had one. Our Everybody. soccer team, what their their stadium was named Livestrong Stadium. Like, how embarrassing was that for them? Yeah, disaster. But my uh, the the glasses that I wear when I mow the lawn, and you know, you need eye protection when you're weed eating, Matt, because that stuff will pop up, you know, and catch no, you. No, and that's a perfect right use because if they it's get broken, so, then so be it. Yeah, so they're that buttholes. They're my uh, they're my old sunglasses, man. So live uh, strong. Yeah, and live see, strong. that's the part of it is like he would he would. I mean, when you look back and you go like, oh, that was nice for a while, but then when you look back and you go, this dude names his charity after himself. You know what I mean? Like, does that make sense? Yeah, but every I, I, have you ever noticed that everything now, every time there's a tragedy, insert city strong, insert person named strong, insert strong, insert strong. It was Boston strong. I Boston know Boston strong like, because that's what happens. It's like everything's yeah. a gate now since Watergate, yeah. right? Everything's Matt, a gate. It's you know Obama yeah. gate happening right now. It's just obviously such the most ignorant shit. I shouldn't even have said those words, but right, you know, well, like everything's a gate. All right. Well, do you want to? Well, we can let you get back to politics next week if you want, pal. Oh, okay. Yeah, because everybody wants that. Uh, you know, that's what they say. We always get those – our email box gets flooded and people are like, hey, uh, can we get Matt to give us some poli- <laughs> some some hot political takes? I'm very skeptical. All right. Matt. Well, so either next week you guys can tune in and it's either going to be uh, Matt and I are going to watch a tour de France or oh. uh, Matt's going to have political takes or maybe something else. But I think it's hey. probably going to be – 
I think we're probably going to end up watching the Tour de France while Matt gives political takes. Oh, so, that is a bombshell of a show right there. It's going to be our highest rated show ever. Yes. So six All people. All right, buddy. All right. You have a good week, man. I'll see you guys see later. You, uh, thanks for uh, watching 98 finals with us for a little bit. All right. Later. See ya. See ya.